I am joined today by Sheena, and we are going to be talking about her family trip to Aruba. Hi, Sheena. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Okay, so let's get started. And I want to start by doing an introduction. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself and about your family. Sure. So as you mentioned, I'm Sheena. Uh, My husband, Corey, and I live in Brockville, Ontario, which is just an hour south of Ottawa. And we have two little boys, three-year-old Louie and one-year-old Arlo. Um, I work in local government and Corey manages a number of rental properties that we own in town. Awesome. Okay, so let's start talking about the trip. And I want to start by your packing situation. So what did you, what was your plan for packing? What kinds of things did you pack? And what kinds of things would you recommend for people to pack? Sure. I like to think that I'm very organized. However, I think the more I talk to other moms, the more I realize that I'm not that organized. So I do, I plan in advance. I always have lists upon lists and I find when we're going somewhere for this length of time, we were away for three mo- three weeks, um, having a washer and dryer access really helped to kind of calm my mind and knowing that, you know, a couple days worth of clothes is really all we need. So I did the list for all of us, including my husband and, and the boys, and I found that I would pull stuff out and put it in a basket and then come back to that maybe a week later and narrow it down so that it wasn't all a big rush. It was handy that we were traveling somewhere warm while it was winter. So we were kind of out of that seasons of clothes. So I had access to all of that. And um, I tried to keep it light. I hate traveling with so many bags and and those sorts of things. So we tried to keep it as as small as we could uh, and concise as we could when we were when we were packing things up. But lists always help. I think there's a couple of lists you can just download from the internet that I found printables that had a good idea and some things that I hadn't thought of. So I used those and uh, just kind of picked away at it. Yeah. And did you bring um, like strollers, car seats, packing, like any kind of extra baby kid kind of things? Yes, we brought stroller a stroller. And I think my best tip with, with packing is I'm not sure if every airline provides this. This is my second time flying with children. Mm -hmm. And we bring a stroller in a stroller bag. Mm -hmm. And in that stroller bag can go anything else. (laughs) So, you know, puddle jumpers were clipped onto the stroller and pool toys and anything kind of like big and squishy that could fit inside this giant stroller bag, they allowed. And so they've allowed that on I mean, that was probably six different flights I've been on in that situation. And that was such a godsend because you have all those big bulky things and you're wondering where you're going to put them. What airline was that? We've flown that way. WestJet, um, Bahamas Air, Air Canada. Oh. Yes. And these stroller bags are like on Amazon for $20. Like they're just a giant zip bag. And we've... Somehow, I'm not sure that that's allowed, and I, but we haven't had any issues. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good hot tip. Mm-hmm. And did you have? Was it a double stroller that you brought? No, we just took a str- a single, but we have a thing called a boogie board, mm-hmm. 
oh, for we- our oldest child. Yeah, like a skateboard that you kind of can clip on. And so we we were able to just get around with that and a baby carrier. Mm-hmm. My youngest was only six months, so who was able to go in that as well. Yeah. Um, I still put my <laughs> two-year-old in the baby carrier. <laughs> awesome. That's exactly what you should do. <laughs> Um, okay so how was the flight the flight was good so my my eldest had been on a plane before but had forgotten because he was a baby and then covid uh, kept us grounded for a couple of years but he I find once he was got into the age where he was into tv and an ipad Mm, that flight can go by pretty quickly for my youngest he was thankfully only five months old I was still nursing, you know, he wasn't moving around too much. So we were able to, uh, to manage it quite well. It's a five hour flight to Aruba, which I didn't anticipate. So we were a little bit concerned about that flight time, but we managed, we managed the, the flight down was a daytime flight. It was perfect timing. The flight home was a bit hairier. It was probably a 3 PM flight. We left Aruba but all in all, not bad. Not bad at all. Was your youngest a lap seater? He was. Yep. Yep. Okay. So let's dive deep a little bit into your trip. So you did, a, you went to Aruba for three weeks. Um, did you stay in one place? We did. We, we found, we were kind of looking anywhere in the Caribbean. So I just kind of did a a broad search of, of places. And I found this resort called Costa Esmeralda mm-hmm. in Aruba. So it's not, it was not an all-inclusive. It was off of the beach. Uh, it had the best reviews I've ever read online, oh. like impeccable reviews Okay, uh, for this little, I think it was like a three and a half star resort, but it was incredible. So we were very thankful to have stayed there for all of our three weeks. Okay. And is it like, was it like a a hotel or did it have like a kitchen and all of that? We had a two bedroom villa. Okay. Uh, So full kitchen, full living room, two bedrooms, two bathrooms. Okay. Um, And then also on the property were hotel rooms and then apartments. So it was like, I think there was probably about 10 or 15 rooms kind of units in this small little resort. And there was two pools. It was just amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. So a couple of questions I have about Aruba because Aruba is somewhere that's like really high on my husband's list because he says it's really safe and like you can just go to the grocery store, get your own food. And like, so is that true? Tell me about that a bit. That's totally true. In our experience, yeah. we, we rented a car mm-hmm. for the entire stay and I was, we were driving the island like I would drive the entire island by myself totally comfortably yeah um definitely some different areas we as we would drive away from the built-up areas but it always felt safe um people were super helpful grocery store yes uh very very safe had a ton of stuff expensive very expensive but um worth it yeah Yeah. it was it was really great to have access to the car and feel like we could go anywhere yeah and for the like the grocery stores how was the availability for food meaning like like is the food similar to what you would have here 
It's a Dutch island, so okay. there was a lot of Dutch food. Um, there's a grocery store called Superfoods, which is like a giant grocery store here, and it actually has a giant toy store up top, which has, like, oh. Lego and, like, all this brand-name stuff. Oh. Um, it had a, a big variety of lots of fresh baked breads and desserts and Ooh. Dutch foods. And then there was another store called the Do It Center, which sort of felt like a home hardware with a grocery store. <laughs> it was, it had more American foods I found. And so we would tend to go there a little bit more, but we were, we weren't lacking anything. Like there wasn't anything that we noticed that wasn't uh, available. And there was no difference between the food. Mac and cheese and Aruba is like Mac mm-hmm. in Canada. So, yeah. so that was good for our kids too I mean there it was no big um surprise but then like super fruit uh fresh fruits and vegetables and Mm. tons of variety there so the the food other than being extremely expensive was uh was very easy to get yeah Mm -hmm. how extremely expensive like double or like 25 percent more would you say like I would say probably close to double wow canadian dollars yeah mm-hmm. yeah it was very expensive Oof. um so what kinds of things did you guys do for the three weeks we hung out at the resort a lot i mean it was it was we had this beautiful covered terrace in the back of the property that was overlooking the pool and so we shared this pool with two other villas so that was like having a private pool Uh, So we spent a lot of time there and just kind of walking around the little resort. We would often go to Palm Beach for dinner. So another great thing about Aruba is that there are a ton of restaurants and they are all like top quality. It's like the food is like, um, like I imagine being like downtown Toronto and having like a bunch of variety of all these different great restaurants. That's what it's like. Oh, so nice. You have to make reservations often, but we were, I mean, we're making reservations at 4.30 or 5 o'clock. So (laughs) we we were, yeah, we were welcomed for sure that early and we didn't go out to eat often, but sometimes we would head down and the afternoons, our afternoons when the kids were napping would be, we'd swap out. So one day Corey would go windsurfing and then the next day I'd go to the beach. And so that's kind of when we would do a little bit of exploring just on our own while the other I mean the poor sucker who had to stay back and sit by the pool while the kids slept you know it was really not a bad trade-off so it worked out well for us (laughs) was the was the resort on the beach no it was you could we tried to walk the first day um it was too too far too hot so it was probably like a two-minute drive okay but yeah but um too hot to walk or a rental car is really key a rental car was key for us if if going and staying on either eagle beach or palm beach which are the built-up areas i don't think it would be essential like everything is in walking distance okay but we were just a little bit further off and so rental car is yeah essential and we were paying a hundred dollars a day for the car as well so that was also expensive okay yeah and so, um, like, did you do any sort of kids activities or anything like that? Yeah, there wasn't a ton. Um, there is a butterfly sanctuary that we went to that was lovely. 
lovely and so much fun. And we got talking to the owners and they're actually Canadian. Uh, so that was really cool. And they own another one in another Caribbean island, but they live in Aruba. So that was that was just a really fun and very wholesome kind of experience at the Butterfly Farm. Um, we went to Baby Beach, which is about a 45 minute drive from where we were which is has like super calm waves and there's a bit of an inlet and it's really shallow water and there was sea turtles. So we swam with the sea turtles. Like that wasn't an excursion. It was just, just happening. A find. Yeah. It was oh. just a great find. Um, I'm trying to think of what else we did. We didn't do a ton. I mean, we had, our kids were so young. They, we would go downtown so the Palm Beach area is, is one area, but then there's also downtown Aruba mm-hmm. and uh, that's where the cruise ships come in. And so there was a bit of a different feel down there and lots of shopping. So we would head down there. There's a little trolley uh, that goes downtown. That was fun to ride on for the kids. There is a an island called the Palm Island uh, mm-hmm. that has a bit of an amusement park on it oh. and a splash pad and you can feed the penguin or not, sorry. Feed the penguins, feed the flamingos. And uh, that was something that we were considering, but we reviews and I I think our kids were just a little bit too young to really get the best of that. So we, we passed, but I think that's also another option for families with older kids. Could you like take a ferry to the island? Yeah, I think there was, there is somehow some sort of, I, I don't believe it's like a far distance I think it it's possibly a bridge um I'm not totally sure but there was yeah there was no need for a a flight by any means it was it was just like a an hour drive from where we were okay um and how long did it take to like could you drive from one end of the island to the other like it was pretty pretty quick yeah you could I I believe that there's a big portion of Aruba that's not there's no nothing on it no roads it's a lot of desert which I was really surprised by there's cactuses and really surprising to see the mix of um of that the desert and then the the palm trees and the lush greens so to go to baby beach from where we were which is about an hour drive I think that's like the tip of the island and then yeah just bopping around from palm beach to eagle beach and in that area was you know within 20 minutes everything's kind of close by oh that's nice and did does everybody speak english there yes yes in our experience papiamento is the native language and it's like a dutch dialect and so there there is a little bit of that but i found english like there was no hesitation from like the car rental place to the airport to the everywhere could speak English. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. There's no like miscommunications of anything or anything like that. So no. And I find when I travel to places where that is the case, I I'm so intimidated. Yeah. You know, and like, I want to try, but I'm too intimidated. I'm too shy. And I didn't feel any of that. Yeah. 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 That's good. Um, is there anything like anything that you would suggest for people who do want to travel to Aruba with kids, like any um, tips or tricks or um, like suggestions or anything like that? It's very windy Mm -hmm. all the time. 
right. And I, I had read some reviews about that saying, you know, the kids won't like the beach because it's too windy. I didn't find that. It wasn't blowing sand in our eyes or those sorts of things that I read. But you have to think about shade because it is so hot. And so I would take a little tent to the beach <laughs> and I could just see everyone laughing at me trying to like manage this tent. But we were able to get it. Um, on baby beach to stay upright and and have a little bit of shade but there there are shade there's shade everywhere they have palapas up and it's um there is shade so I wouldn't worry about a tent just leave the tent at home leave the pool (laughs) toys at home it's too windy Uh, that was a lot of my exercise was chasing those things down the beach so I would say it is as windy as they say but it won't ruin your vacation Mm -hmm. um it's very hot. It's hard to do things. It's hard to do much exploring far away from any, like from the pool. Like we did a couple of little trips. There's a lighthouse that we could climb up and look around from, but like that would be the extent of it. There was no big um, outings. It was just too hot for our, our little ones. So just plunk yourself by the pool. If that's the type of vacation that you're looking for, then I think uh, Aruba would be a good spot. Yeah. What time of year did you go and how hot was it? We went in February, the middle of February to early March. Okay. It was probably, so Aruba is, is great because it's, it's right close to the equator and there is very little rain mm-hmm. and no, there's no hurricanes there there's no hurricane season there's no rainy season in Aruba so it stays about the same temperature all year round and I would say it was probably like 27 28 okay um pure sun it did rain one afternoon of the three weeks we were there wow and they had said that they'd never seen that much rain like the rain actually stayed on the ground and that was that was the most they had seen um so very predictive predictable weather which is good I think when you're trying to plan a vacation especially if you only have a week yeah you know and and at all time like it's the same temperature all year round yeah and it's is it like that at night too like it doesn't cool down at night or no it doesn't cool down at night we didn't I'm trying to think back if we had any issues with mosquitoes I've heard that that can be an issue there um I don't recall having that issue in Aruba and it was yeah it was nice and warm at nights and we had we had good air conditioning in our in our place and you needed it you needed it all night long for sure the wind helped the wind helped but that also (laughs) then made it feel like you sometimes couldn't feel the heat of the sun so you had to be careful but we were we were careful and I just love 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 the heat so I soak it all up yeah I love the heat (laughs) it's a good that's a good time to escape the Canadian winters absolutely you need to break it up yeah a good spot if you like the heat Mm -hmm. Um, how is the ocean like did you guys swim in the ocean is it swimmable and like is it like good like there's no seaweed or anything like that yeah definitely no seaweed um so there's a number of different beaches, obviously, and some are, are rougher than others. Baby Beach is the only beach that my three-year-old would consider going into. Okay. Um, the other beaches are a bit rougher and and not his thing. But I was at a rashy beach one day by myself, and it's just incredible. Like, 
the fish and everything you see just walking into your knees. Like it's the water's that clear and everyone's just walking in, looking down and there's like sea turtles and different fish. And it's like, so it's really cool. Oh, that's really cool. And I've never experienced that before in any other Caribbean island that I've gone to, you know, unless I'm like going on an excursion to specifically see that. But this was just like natural habitat. Yeah. No seaweed no rocks like very clear beautiful water and yeah it was very awesome to experience that wow that's so awesome did you um I guess you guys like kept to your your kids schedule like quite a bit because like you guys switched off for naps um and like did would you say like and how sorry how was like the your like sleeping arrangement you had two bedrooms you said we had two bedrooms and two bathrooms so I joke that we had three bedrooms because <laughs> we we are known for putting our babies in the bathroom and I hope that's um okay with your audience well, we okay. had a full so we've we've done this before yeah um a pack and play fits in a bathroom we yeah. don't use that bathroom and that yeah. is our baby's little nursery for the week so he had a great little space nice and dark and quiet and then yeah. our three-year-old had a little bedroom with two twin beds and um he liked that for himself so it was a good good setup for that and I am a bit like I, I care about sleep. I'm a mom that cares about sleep. And yep. those are the things that can ruin a, a vacation for me if I get too worried about their sleeping arrangements. So I need to know where everybody is. I, I'm not someone I'm just sort of getting into the life where I could share a hotel room. Mm-hmm. With two kids. You know, like we're just yep. sort of getting there. But at that point we definitely needed our own spaces and my eldest was still napping. And so he needed his own space and it worked out wonderfully. Yeah. I find like under two, like they just, from, from my experience, I know everybody's Mm -hmm. kid is different, but also, yeah, from my experience, like they need that space to just like, you can't, they, they just need that privacy, that space, that dark room so they can have that good sleep. Exactly. And it makes everybody's life a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. And I find like for us, when we're on vacation, if our kids don't sleep or don't have a good sleep, it just like, it just makes it a lot (laughs) harder on everyone because we're all just tired. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. But now um, my kids are two and four. So we're kind of just coming out of it, kind of just coming out of the like, we can, we can throw off the schedule. Yeah. should go well right yeah that's yes we're getting there too I think that's a whole new life yeah exactly yeah (laughs) um is there anything else you wanted to add about Aruba traveling any like tips for uh packing flying or anything at all I will say I'm uh I'm someone who worries about healthcare and access to healthcare and so anywhere we go I'm always very hyper aware of the hospital and the nearest hospital and how to get there and access in Aruba Arlo had roseola of some sort and um their healthcare he didn't need to go but I was able to call a virtual doctor in Aruba and they have 24-hour private clinics that 
are very accessible and I would have no concerns. Um, there would be no hesitation there. And I think that's one of the only places I've ever gone where I would feel 100% comfortable. Yeah. And I had no zero concerns. I had the number written down just in case. And I knew that we would be, would receive great care if we needed it. And we, we were lucky to not need it, but that took a lot of, of worry off my mind. And I had mentioned that we had gone to Bahamas with my, my eldest when he was eight months old. Mm -hmm. And that was my first time traveling with a child. And I was a wreck, truly. Uh, Our first night there, I was like, I feel stuck. Like this isn't like I'm very, I'm on an island and there's no way off and nothing (laughs) happens. And, you know, I had traveled before. So this was a new experience for me to feel that concerned and worried and overwhelmed. And I just had to wait it out. And I think my my biggest tip for for a listener who may be on the fence about traveling with kids or thinking it's something that they can't handle is to just try it. Yep. And for the travel day, expect it to be a nightmare. And it, it likely will be, but it's a day. Mm-hmm. And the memories that you make and the empowerment that you feel from being able to, to do something like that with your family and for your family um, is, is so worth it. And I think doing it once makes you feel like you can do it a million different times. And so I think that that taking that first step is my biggest tip is to just try it, trust the system plan, but expect things to go sideways and just, just do it. If, um, if it's something that you're thinking of doing. Yeah, that's, yeah, you really hit the nail on the head with that one. That's, it that's it's so true because I think um like my husband was very hesitant to travel with our kids at first and it's just once we've done it it's like you just you gain that confidence that you need to like keep doing it and doing it more and like you along the way you gather these little tips and tricks to help you figure out what you need to do to kind of make it work for your family Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's all so worth it. You know, even the yep. greatest, the not the trips that aren't the greatest are still so great in hindsight. <laughs> There's memories are just are so valuable. So that's, that's good. I'm glad that you and your family decided to take that dive too. Yeah. And honestly, like what I say is, even if it goes like, sideways and everything is just terrible and it's a terrible time like it's still an adventure it's still a funny story you're gonna look back on it and you're just gonna laugh about it and it's still like it'll still be a memory (laughs) exactly and you're not at home for the 12th hour pulling your hair out thinking what am I gonna do with these kids for the next three days or five (laughs) days or 10 days or whatever yeah Um, you're right it's it's every step of the way as an adventure yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I typically end my podcast by asking the guests if they were to go to be able to go on one um, vacation where there's no restrictions, no, no money restrictions, no time restrictions, where would you want to go? And it has to be a family vacation. <laughs> Ooh, okay, so I think on my list would be 
we went to Atlantis with our eight month old. I'd like to go back there with no worries in the world about about money. We were very tight with our wallets there. Yeah. Understandably. I'd like to go back there. I'd like to take them back there. Mm-hmm. Um, we have family in England, in London. And so I would love to do a European kind of escape and, and see that's a different t- type of travel for sure. And I think that our yep. kids would love that and thrive in that environment. Yeah. And maybe we would finish it off in Hawaii mm. on the list and a little bit more exotic than what we're used to. Yeah. So that's up there as well. Oh yeah. All amazing places. <laughs> um. Okay. So I'm going to end the podcast here, but thank you so much for coming on and chatting all about your trip to Aruba. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Awesome. (laughs) Bye. Bye-bye. Hello, hello, you're listening to episode 12 of Luggage and Little Ones, the podcast. If you loved this episode, I would be so appreciative if you took just two minutes of your time to rate and review the podcast. It is so important. Also, don't forget to check me out on Instagram at ones. And join my Facebook group, Family Travel, Trip Reports, and Travel Ideas. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. And I'll be back next week with more family travel. Bye!